welcome to this week's episode of the Social Media Playmaker, brought to you by MarkCampman.com, a podcast for business owners who want to stay up to date on how to attract, date, and love their customers on social media. For the West, shame pop with blows the seats to get it on Hello, it's good to be back in season two of the Social Media Playmaker podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about a very interesting announcement that Mark Zuckerberg did earlier this week, in which he lays out his vision for a new Facebook and how Facebook will sort of develop as a um, as a social media platform over the next few years. But before we go into that, uh, we will continue doing our tip of the week. So here is my tip for this week. This week's tip of the week is called Facebook See First. As we know, with the drive from Facebook to get more businesses into Facebook advertising, uh, Facebook has reduced organic reach. And businesses now understand that to use Facebook successfully, it is what we call pay to play. But a little secret that not many people know is that when you like a page, you can then also decide whether you want to see that page at the top of your newsfeed. In other words, when somebody likes your business page, the chance that he or she will see your post in their newsfeed is very, very small. But when you can explain to them to set the C first in their settings, then they will see your business post at the top of their newsfeed. So how can your customers activate this? When they go to your Facebook page, then besides the call to action button and the message button, you see three dots. And if they click on those three dots and then click on the following, you will see that they can select unfollow or default, and that's what the standard setting is, or they can click see first. And once they've clicked to see first, it is set that the post will show up at first in their newsfeed. So why not send an email to your customers to tell them that they should activate the like first or do a post about it or put it in your about of your Facebook page. A great little secret to bypass or to fool the Facebook algorithm. In this week's episode of the Social Media Playmaker, we're going to talk about a blog post from Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook earlier this week, in which he set out his strategy for Facebook and Instagram and messaging in the future. And surprise, surprise, um, he, the title of his blog post, a privacy-focused vision for social networking. And of course, with all the problems that Facebook had over the last um, sort of 12 to 18 months in the area of privacy, fake news, um, advertising from fake accounts, trying to influence the American uh, elections, um, there's been a lot of negative sort of news around Facebook on how they deal with this essay as a social network. So it's very important for, uh, for Facebook to come up with a position and uh, knowing Mark Zuckerberg, he immediately tied this in with an, uh, with, a, with an opportunity into looking how Facebook will look over the next few years. 
So before I go in more detail of, um, of how this would work out, let me first summarize Mark's blog post. Yep, the blog post was the 6th of March, and again the title was A Privacy-Focused Vision for Social Networking. So let me read out a few of the paragraphs that are relevant to what, uh, what they're trying to do. So he sort of starts with saying that since Facebook's and Instagram's inception, it's, been all, it's all been focused on helping people, connecting with friends, communities, and the interests that people have, and uh, as a very open network uh, to communicate. But increasingly, people um, also want to uh, connect more privately with, uh, with, with their friends. And if you look at the, uh, the, the trend in social media networks, that is being confirmed by the growth that we see in messaging apps like Facebook Messenger and, uh, and WhatsApp, for instance. So Mark continues by saying, as I think about the future of the Internet, I believe a privacy-focused communications platform will become even even more important than today's open platforms. So what I hear him saying here is that we uh, social media will move more and more into personalized forms of communication. And that's true because today we already see, as he continues, we already see that private messaging, uh, the stories and small groups, they are the fastest growing areas of, uh, of online communication. Um, so very interesting how Mark plays on the, on the trend, but also how he, by doing this, tries to address the issues of privacy that, um, that are constantly plaguing, plaguing Facebook. So he believes that the future of communication will increasingly shift to private encrypted services where people can be confident what they say to each other, it stays secure and their content, their messages, they won't stick around forever. And that's the future that they are trying to bring out. So a lot of the uh, the, the, the things now, for instance, in, in Instagram, it's the, 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 the drive towards stories, the drive towards stories being available for 24 hours. It's all to do with answering this, uh, this privacy issues that are, um, that are, again, around, around Facebook. So that's what Facebook is trying to set out. And he then starts to specify this the principles that they will adhere to when it comes to developing this new kind of kind of platform First of all, it's about private interactions. So people should have simple, intimate places where they have control over who they can communicate with. And there should be the confidence that no one else can, uh, can access what they share. Um, that also means there needs to be encryption, end-to-end -end encryption. Uh, so it also reducing the permanence. Yep, so nowadays your posts are available on, uh, on Facebook and your photos are available on Facebook and that's all out there for years to come. And there's always been the debate about what's the privacy around those photos, who, who owns the data. Yep, and now by addressing this, by reducing the permanence, so people no longer have to worry about what they share, that it may come back to hurt them at a later stage. 
that's all those uh, the safety yep so everything that facebook will try to everything to keep people safe on the surfaces there's interoperability that's an announcement that facebook did about four or five weeks ago where um, uh, they said we are actually going to bring the backends of facebook instagram and messenger and whatsapp together so it uh, gives people the ability to communicate across all the networks easily and security and then finally there's also the secure data storage which is very important obviously particularly when it comes to storing sensitive data in countries with weak records on human rights um, so lots of things that Facebook will need to address when they want to sort of give content to the privacy focused network that they uh, that they are trying to build so then the conclusion of the blog post is an interesting statement that he makes as well because obviously Facebook is a commercial organization they need to make money and their main revenue source for generating uh, the profitability is through advertising so he sort of concludes by saying that significant thoughts need to go into all the services we built on top of that foundation of privacy. And from how people do payments and financial transactions to the role of businesses and advertising to how we can offer a platform for other private services. So he says, all good, but we cannot abolish the advertising because that is the essence of their profitability. So they need to find ways to target people, even within the privacy of their Facebook, to make sure that they keep the privacy but uh, still open it up for, for advertising. So very interesting blog post. And obviously there was a lot of reaction in the market on this city statement from very positive to negative. So let's have a look at some of the publications that gave their comments on this announcement. So BBC's technology reporter Zoe Kleinman says that we may see a potentially new direction here for Facebook in this announcement. It's finally listening to what the Facebook users want and they're responding to their changing habits rather than Facebook's traditional approach of launching a new strategy or a new feature and then afterwards see how the market reacts to it and then deal with the reactions. And she continues that you could also take a more cynical approach that a lot of these social networks these days are under increased pressure from governments to deal with the regulations and there may be new laws coming in uh, into place to deal with it and by taking this approach Facebook may actually be able to survive a clampdown on how it uses people information. And here's another take from a guy called Fred Wilson who is a venture capitalist on his blog avc.com. He very much compared Mark Zuckerberg's announcement with the Bill Gates memo that he sent inside his company about 25 years ago about uh, the change that Microsoft had to undergo to respond to the, uh, the, the, the internet. Where Microsoft had to completely reinvent its business model to respond to the cloud and 
respond to the, um, the, the, the internet. Mark Zuckerberg has to completely reinvent its business model from an open social media network to a private social media network, including the monetization. Um, as he said, away from monetizing attention to monetizing the protocol. So we're going to be seeing lots of changes in Facebook over the next uh, few years and time will tell how this all will pan out. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be worried about your privacy settings right now. And it may be worthwhile for you to check what you have set in your Facebook on your privacy. So here are a few tips that you can follow to check the privacy settings in your Facebook. The first one is to prevent any unintentional exposure. So this can, for instance, happen when your friend could go ahead and tag you on all the pictures uploaded. And now these images, they can then be viewed by every single friend on your profile. So be aware of that. And you can change that. So if you go to the settings, the timeline and the tagging, and who can see things on my timeline, you can set that to friends instead of set that to everybody. Yes, yeah, so, or you can switch that off. Yep, so that is one way to prevent uh, f- content to be shown to uh, to people that you may not want to uh, want to be shown. Another thing that you may want to check is depending on the size of your friends list that you could consider segmenting your friends list. That is a feature on Facebook where you can go to the profile, click on your friends, and then there's the drop down next to the friends where you can either create a new friends list or you can add friends into an existing list. And that's where you can, for instance, have posts for your business contacts and posts for your personal friends. So there's different ways that you can manage that through the segmented friends list. Obviously, there's always people who like to stalk on other people on Facebook, and you need to be aware of that. And one method by checking this is go to your customized settings on the privacy settings page, and you can manually customize parts of your profile to enable who can view them and who cannot view your profile. The second method that you could do is where you can customize who can search for you and who can message you or who can see your friends list. You can set these in the account settings and then privacy and then you select who can see me and who can contact me. Another thing is what we call the silent assassin friend request. Yeah, did you know that a pending friend request from an individual uh, can still allow them to see portions of your profile and your profile updates? Yep. So if you, for instance, click the, the not now for a um, friend request, that means that it is not rejected and they will still be able to see parts of your, uh, your profile. So you can change that as well. And then finally, a very cool feature now in Facebook as well is that you can get a notification when Facebook detects unusual activity on your account. So in the account settings and the account security, you can set notifications when Facebook see somebody logging in from an unrecognized device or browser. So lots of things that you can do to set and improve your privacy settings in Facebook. And um, yeah, my recommendation to you, uh, watch this space, start looking into um, the privacy settings and uh, be prepared for many changes in Facebook over the next few years. Very exciting and I think it's good because it is all about personalization. It's going to be interesting to see how Facebook is going to manage the, um, the access 
to Facebook for Businesses and how they can still offer advertising to, um, to a more private Facebook. But time will tell how that is going to pan out. Good, so that concludes today's podcast. If you want to hear more podcasts from me, then just click on the subscribe button for the podcast and then you will get automatic notifications when the new podcast comes up. And uh, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact me on mjm.campman at gmail.com or go to my website, socialmediaplaymaker.com and add a comment to the show notes of this, uh, this podcast. So thanks for listening and I'll uh, talk to you next week. Thank you.